Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. This is episode 376 of the podcast, and today I'm talking about how to diet without dieting. Kind of maybe a misleading title, maybe not, because I'm going to be talking about kind of sneaky ways to trick yourself into losing weight, into losing fat, and getting towards your goal. Uh, that's what I'm going to talk about today. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. I think this is going to be a good one that you can really apply in any... Um, situation and any type of any type of fitness journey because it's maybe even a better way than strict discipline all the time and I'll talk about that a little bit in today's show and what I mean by that so thank you for joining me for today's episode 376 of the triple f podcast I'm Jordan Stoltz and let's get started Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, and I'm back with another episode today. And today I'm going to be talking about how to make progress, how to lose weight, how to lose fat without dieting. And you know, honestly, obviously, you're going to have to diet. You're going to have to achieve a calorie deficit of some kind. But when I think of dieting, I think of a grind, a day in, a day out um, grind, eating fewer calories than you're burning, and following some type of structured diet plan. Whether that's a meal plan, whether that's some kind of restriction, maybe you're tracking every day, it's usually an everyday kind of thing. You're on a diet and you're off a diet. So how do you make progress without actually dieting at all? Well, the key is to load your discipline up into a shorter amount of time and then allow yourself freedom and flexibility. So this is something that I use with a lot of the people I work with because to be honest, it's very, very hard and a very small percentage of the population can follow diets where you are restricted, conscious, and disciplined 100% of the time or even 95% of the time. To be honest, most of us, even fitness professionals like myself, are going to do better if you are disciplined for a shorter amount of time and then allow some relaxation and kind of repeat that process, right? This is kind of the concept of cheat meals, although I'm not a fan, or cheat days, is you work really hard for a certain amount of time and allow yourself a little bit of freedom and then repeat. Now, I think that is a very flawed model with the term cheat. I think that that sometimes can get blown out of proportion but it's the same type of concept that we talked about today. And if you can control the cheat and make that, you know, be extra restrictive on the other days, I guess, and make that not too damaging of a thing, it could be okay. It's not my favorite, though. I would rather have somebody live a very normal life most of the time and then just load in a ton of discipline and restriction in certain small periods throughout the week. This can be done in a couple of different ways. Uh, the first is going to be just a backloading type of situation. First success I ever really had on any kind of diet in my life was 
when I implemented some kind of backloading structure to my day. And by backloading, I simply mean moving your carbs and fat, tasty food, and freedom to the end of the day. At the beginning of the day, you're more disciplined anyways, just naturally. You're more busy, probably, and the cravings and temptations are way fewer earlier in the day. So it's a perfect time to work a little harder, restrict yourself a little more. I'll have people follow meal plans for meal one and meal two, breakfast and lunch, and then um, in the evening, kind of wing it. And as long as you're learning principles of nutrition, so you're making decent choices, meaning you're not going and eating eight burgers from Whataburger um, or McDonald's or whatever you whatever you dabble with, it's uh, m- you know more so you're eating a lot of good foods, rice, potatoes, sweet potatoes, meats, nuts, grains, these kind of things, whole foods for the most part, and then a treat or a snack here and there. Uh, to satisfy those cravings, but following meal plan at the beginning of the day is very, very useful. I'll often have someone follow some kind of structured routine, like either fast and skip breakfast, or for breakfast, eat mainly protein with a little bit of fat, so restrict the carbs. Sometimes for those who respond to carbs a little bit better than fat and feel a little bit more energetic and just better, I'll do carbs and protein, which is typically like fruit and yogurt, protein shake and a banana, um, oatmeal with protein powder, that kind of thing. If it's fat, maybe it'll be eggs, maybe it'll be a meat, maybe it'll be something like that. Um, And then for lunch, typically do vegetables, unlimited vegetables, little bit of fat and protein, good amount of lean protein that day for that meal. I mean, so you're structured, you're hitting your protein, but you are very being pretty restrictive. You're not eating a lot of processed foods. You're not really going out to eat. You're not really feasting. You're kind of focusing on the vegetables, fruit, protein, staples. And then at dinner, you can go a little bit more hog wild. So that's one way to do it. I like that beginning of the day structure kind of thing. And you repeat that every single day. That's a good kind of habit to get in to be really disciplined until evening. And then you don't need to go off the rails at evening, but you're just allowed more flexibility. For people with families, people that eat out a lot, this is very useful because you're saving a lot of, you know, and the bottom line, the principle is that you're saving a lot of carbs and fat for those meals, for those evening times and cravings and treats. Now, a different way to do it, which is even more so using the concept of little spurts of discipline and, um, just kind of being a normal human most of the time and then just having little little spurts of of working really hard at your diet and being restrictive. And that is the classic model of fasting, a whole day of fasting. Dinner to dinner, um, dinner Sunday night to dinner Monday night, for example, you're not eating. You're just drinking liquids. If I was doing that, I would say coffee, tea, water, maybe a carbonated beverage, calorie-free, of course, to kind of stave off some cravings. And then also um, I would add in maybe like a broth, like a chicken broth or something, even though that technically has some calories, doesn't really matter. It's just more so about keeping calories pretty much zero or at least minimized. And I like to do that for your general people too uh, because you really only have to work very hard like one or two times a week. You're doing that fast. You're dropping your average calories for the week, right? Because if you're supposed to eat 
2,000 calories to diet, you could choose to eat 2,000 calories every single day or 1,000 calories two days a week or even less, 700 calories because you're just eating dinner. And then the rest of the days, you're allowed much more food than 2,000. And to be honest, I wouldn't even track those days for most people. Just eat like a normal, responsible human. Don't don't lose the moderation aspect of it and enjoy eating how you would like to eat. If you want to eat a donut for breakfast every day, you can do that. Just don't eat a dozen. You want to eat eggs or protein powder or fruit, whatever you want, you can eat that. And then you just have those two days of restriction. That's actually a very good way to diet, in my opinion. It's essentially the best way, in my opinion, to diet without dieting because you are just restricting a couple days a week. Whereas if you're doing something like a cheat day, you are only allowing yourself freedom for one day a week. And you're not promoting moderation. With cheat days, you are promoting extremes, extreme discipline and hunger for six days, then one day extreme, for lack of a better word, binging, but not even like the disordered binging, just extreme eating because you have one day to do it. So you're cramming everything in. But with a fast, you are just having a couple days of not eating. You're taking a break, so to say, from eating. And you are just eating like a normal person the rest of the days, which is the key to success with that. And you're able to live a pretty normal life, make progress and lose weight without dieting. When you reach your goal, all you do is phase out the fast, drop from two fast to one, then drop that one altogether, maintain your weight. If you need a little bit more calorie restriction, add back in the fast, or even just do shorter ones, like I said in my first example, half days. And those are really the two best ways to diet without dieting. I will tell you that the fasting way might feel difficult at first, and you will get used to it. It will get better, and it will feel less like dieting even than the first way. But if you don't like the fasting, which definitely some people don't, and I would still recommend giving it a try, just so you can see if you like it or not, once you give it a fair shot, three, four weeks, which is really only six fasts or so. Um, yeah, give both a try. But even if you don't like it, the first way is a good way as well because you are restricting every day at the beginning. You could even not eat until lunch or mid-afternoon and then just kind of eat some protein, get your stomach a little full, get yourself to dinner, and then have that flexibility. So it's the same concept, it's just on a daily scale instead of a weekly scale. And that is the principle, the key for today. How to make progress without dieting, it is creating situations for yourself where you're able to easily restrict for shorter amounts of time and you don't have to be constantly dieting. If you're in that constant cycle of dieting, trying a new diet, sticking to it, falling off, gaining all the weight back, repeating, you don't want to be stuck in that process. So you're better off being a normal person I like to call this almost, you know, it's sneaky dieting. I like I like sneaky dieting where people hardly even know you're doing it. Unless you actually actively say to the person, I'm not eating today because I'm fasting to lower my average intake, or I don't really eat treats or go out to eat for the beginning half of the day. I save that for nighttime. Unless you actually say that, you just seem like someone who's eating pretty normal, right? Or they just don't see you eat that day. Or for breakfast, they just are missing a couple things. And I like to call that kind of sneaky dieting and that's the way to go. It's really 
that short burst of discipline that hardly anybody even notices. You don't want to be the person who is super restrictive, very limited in what they can eat, what they can do, because it's not because of the social aspect, although that's damaging as well. It's more so because you probably can't stick to it. If it's that obvious to everybody else that you're dieting all the time, falling off, getting back on, falling off, getting back on, you're probably not going to be able to stick to it as well. So this is a concept I've done episodes on before where you're talking about um, just shorter amounts of discipline because as humans, I honestly don't think we're really meant to be pushing ourselves constantly. And I don't want to make soft people here or anything like that, but I do think that we're more so meant to put ourselves through a lot for a shorter amount of time and then kind of just coast, be normal, and repeat that cycle. It's not going to feel as much like dieting. You're still going to make the progress, and you might even end up with a better relationship to food and dieting and nutrition and fitness in general at the end. That's all for today, everybody. Episode 376 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Thank you for joining me for another show. If you have any questions about these concepts, how to implement them, or maybe suggestions for the show or questions I can answer, reach out via email, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com or through Instagram, stoltzjordan on that platform. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.